Who's that? It's Brand the Voice. We're about to voice it. We're about to voice it. We're about to voice it. Come on now, let's voice it. Welcome to Voice It with Fran Lavoie, and I'm your host, Fran Lavoie. And by the title, you can see that we're going to be discussing the first season, second episode of SWV and Escape, the Queens of R&B. So if you haven't seen the first episode recap, you can scroll down on my podcast page, Voice It! Exclamation mark with Fran Lavoie, and you can review that and You know that this show comes on Bravo on Sundays, I believe at 8 or 9 p.m. So I'm going to voice it. Now, we last left off and we're, you know, coming back to the scene where um, Latasha's mother is outside. What Latasha, you see? (laughs) Latasha and Tamika, both day mama, is outside talking to Tamika and Ocean is um, Tamika's daughter. And Tamika went flat off. In the last episode, she went flat off because she is holding on to the gripe of Latasha and Rocky. Rocky is Latasha's husband. Allegedly stealing her royalty money, which was over $30,000. And, you know, she went deeper into why it hurt so much because obviously, hello, you stole $30,000 from me. It went straight into their account as opposed to going into Tamika's account. I guess she fell on hard times. Apparently they was falling on hard times. And it's like, okay, I'm just, we just want to take this money. Now that's alleged because... Latasha is saying that that did not happen. She was like, ain't nobody steal your money. And the mom is there pretty much co-signing with Latasha. Like, you ain't nobody steal your money. You're a liar. And Latasha in the confessional said that, you know, she is prone to lie. And so it's crazy because it's, it's almost unfair. Like... You're not trying to come off like this bitter, angry person. But Tamika was going flat off and the mother was like, cut the cameras off. And, you know, when they asked um, Tamika in the confessional, one of the producers um, asked her, do you think that she cut the cameras off or do you think that, you know, that she was upset that you brought it up? Do you feel like it pretty much inferring that it was out of guilt? And she was like, of course, of course, you know, it, it was, it was definitely out of guilt. And, you know, that's the reason why she was acting like that. And so Latasha in her, in her confessional is like so surprised. She don't understand why Tamika is going off like this and implies that she never took the money. She, she would never do that. She's not a thief, you know, but, <laughs> you know, of course, because this is the land of social media and people need publicity. Tamika went on social media, I want to say live, and she decided to address the situation. So I'm going to play a clip of what she said 
pretty much breaking down the situation and I will be back with some more. Explain myself. It just got to the point where I just felt like I just felt attacked. And the only way I could come out of that attack is to say, okay, you say all these lies about me on TV. Let's talk about the truth. Let's talk about you stealing money from me and I forget I forgave you. I would have never brought it up. That was years ago. I never bought it up. I never got paid back. I had to pay taxes on it. And I hid it from my husband. So guess what? My husband knows now. So he's saying, he probably like, dang, I can't even trust you. So your, your sister them stole? Because he's like, okay, our taxes are going crazy right now. What's going on with the taxes? I'm lying to my husband, protecting my sister. Never got the money back and had to pay taxes on the money. The only thing my mama said was, you don't know what she was going through at that time. That's what she said to me. And I, you know what, I forget. And you were pregnant. And I was pregnant. By the way. I was pregnant. Without money. I was pregnant without <laughs> money when this happened. And this beautiful thing was in college. Yeah. So we was paying out of pocket for her college. You don't think I could have used that money? But it got swept under the rug. Explain myself. When you do things wrong, mama get All right. So y'all just heard that. And <sighs> she looked really, and she sounded very vulnerable in that video and she was sitting with her two daughters and you know um the one that was like and you were pregnant at the time I want to say that that was the daughter she was pregnant with and she was like and this one this beautiful thing was in college and then just to hear that her she was hiding that from her husband and paying taxes on that money that she never received then their taxes were looking crazy like it sounds like Tasha you didn't took this lady money and that lady being your sister so it it just looks foul and stinking dirty all the way throughout and you know the fact that Latasha is like yeah you know I, I don't know what she's she looked crazy I, like she's pretty much trying to make her look like a fool if this ends up being a lie on Tamika's account Tamika is gonna be another Phaedra Parks and just like lying like that because there's no reason to lie about that that's just my opinion like I don't see a reason to lie about those things so if that if she is lying about that that's gonna be hella crazy so you know they move forward and um I mean I don't know like they start talking you know Rocky and Latasha they start talking about the situation and Latasha starts to talk about like how there's always issues with her and the ladies in the group of escape and particularly, you know, between her and Candy. But, you know, just going into even more deep poo poo, you know, she was talking about the potential meeting that she was going to have with is it Motown Gospel so she's going to have this meeting with Motown Gospel she's preparing for it and she's not sure this that and the third right then they go into a meeting and they start talking about like their management but I don't think that happens just yet. So I think what happens after that is they start going into the ladies of SWV where they start talking about, you know, their home lives and 
you know, this is a lot of stuff that I already knew because I am a diehard SWV fan. So I just be knowing the stuff. And this is not their first reality show rodeo. So, um, Lily, you know, she was, um, a mother of two by the time she was 17 and she was still like pursuing music. And, um, for those of you that did not watch their reality show on we, you know, you can really, um, get into that and, you know, watch reruns of it. But Lily, um, you see her with her sister and she talks about how she moved out of New York in 95 and uh, 96, um, after her mother passed the year prior. And so, um, she had already had her young children and, um, she moved out and, you know, she pretty much talked about her family life and how she grew up in the Bronx and how the group formed and she just had these dreams and, um, you know, they signed and I think in 91 or like in 92 and then they really started popping around 92, 93 and it was like overnight success when the original cut of, um, right here, love will be right here. And you know, there's two versions. There's the human nature version. And then there is the regular version, which is like a new Jack swing kind of the human nature remix is the human nature sound from Michael Jackson, his song, human nature over them singing with like a great drum beat. But yeah, you know, like they talk about that and her sister, who is the matriarch of the family, I guess it's her older sister who she looks very much alike, (laughs) you know, is there and they're talking and she spoke about how they grew up and, you know, her and her siblings, you know, two of them were sharing a twin size bed, which is really small, but they, they got it how they got it. And she said the very first thing that she bought when she got money was a bed. And it just goes to show you like, you know, when you grow up in that struggle, you never forget certain things and it really does shape you. And so I I was, you know, interested, like when I saw, like when I heard that, because it's like, man, like you, it's always amazing to me to hear what celebrities purchase the very first thing. And those humble beginnings really, really shapes what you, what you value. And she valued a good night's rest because she had to always share. She had to always share. And it's like, don't, don't mind that y'all in the background, but she always had to share something something as simple as a bed and you know most people share beds like I've shared beds with siblings before and things like that but you know it was just you know great and you know just her wanting to make a way for her and her kids and talking about the disbandment of SWV and you know just how times were tough during that time and it was rough and you know she had to really make do where she could and you know just happy to have them back together because then they child they not it's never broke again you know they, they're trying their best not to be broke again you know they go into Taj um Taj lives in Nashville and she moved to Nashville and pretty much all the ladies moved out of New York and you know Taj moved to Nashville and um 
was excited to get back home. You know, they did a six-figure um, show in Africa, so she's making it home. And, you know, Taj is married to Eddie George. And we got introduced to them a little bit because they did a, I believe it was on TV One. Um, I married myself for Paula. Y'all don't know. Listen, I am a huge fan. That is a reality show about Taj and her life surrounding her marriage to football great and um, NFL commentator Eddie George. Okay. And she's married to him. And, you know, she has her son with him, Eric, that looks just like her. And she was just happy to be home. And she talks about, you know, just like life after SWV broke up. And I, I believe she went into some modeling, became an accountant. She got like a degree in accounting. And then, you know, she got married and had her son, Eric. And, you know, she she was asking him, you know, they were talking about, you know, like how they're waiting on Escape to get it together so that they could make this money. And, um... Um, Eric didn't know who Escape was It was like What? But you have to understand He was born in like 2005 They're not going to know That's Gen Z I think And they're just not going to know They're just not going to know It is what it is Right? And so They um, Go to Coco And Coco Um is obviously Coco the the singer of that group and um I think she lives in Virginia I want to say um and Lady Tibba who's her mother who's a gospel singer who has a wonderful voice too um you know Coco talks about the evolution and her son is there I think her son's name is Jalen you could correct me if I'm wrong and they have he has a YouTube channel that's popping and you know she talks about how he didn't she didn't want him to go into um music and talks about the music industry and says like look the highlight of that was just them joking with mom and how mom be holding down the fort when everybody's not around and you know they was joking with her like you be having your boyfriend over here y'all be hunching y'all be you know, and it's, I think it's because her mother is so religious and she raised her daughter to be like, um, no, um, no secular music. Everything is Jesus, 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 and more Jesus. And you know what happens when you raise people like that? A lot of times they eventually crash because it's not really a relationship with God. And regardless if you have a relationship with God or not, people make mistakes. And so she talks about her children and she has a son, Lil Tracy, who does emo rap. You probably heard of him and her son, who is um, a who's a musician and they do YouTube videos and they sing together and you know it's you know just a lot of like their backstory coming to life and I I love it because I feel like it is the it is the exposure that they've needed SWV I feel like you don't really get to hear their story you know you you hear a lot of their um, hits, but you don't really know about them. 
So that's that on that. And what else? Um, yeah, so we um gonna move along because I think really with SWV, they just waiting for Escape to get over themselves and get their life together. So we get to a meeting that Escape put on and um <laughs> you know it's awkward because Tamika and Latasha just had this blowout at their mom's house and here they are meeting and Latasha gonna say you know I came you know just off the strength of my love for Tiny and it's like wow and it's it's crazy because it's like you know if if you don't know the beef behind them their issues a lot of it and they explained it a little bit and you there's several spin-off shows where you can see you know in the 90s and and they talk about it in this episode too but just to kind of get through this segment they pretty much start talking about their kind of like how they need to move forward as a group because remember at the brunch they had a lot of things to iron out which is why Latasha was like I am not excited about going on tour with SWV because I feel like I have to we have to iron things out we always we've been under the rug and uh, Latasha it's just that the reason why it appears to be swept under the rug is because I think that you have issues that with the group that you don't think you contribute to and so while I think everybody plays a role in the problems I feel like they are there are groups that um (laughs) there's always a villain and I was listening to Funky Dineva shout out to him she is playing this villain role real good. Um, and I don't even, whether she realizes it or not, she is doing a great job. And, and and maybe she takes it as she just speaking her truth, child. So Candy proposes, you know, they're, they're pretty much trying to get through to Latasha because it's kind of like she is just, it's like talking to a wall. And out of her love for tiny it's like you know she's there but she's not there and so candy suggests that the management needs to change and surprise surprise because like after the um the the verses the verses that they did with swv and escape it kind of you know it helped them a lot and their management team Tamika, lo and behold, um, reveals is the same management that Latasha has or that Latasha suggested. And it's like, okay, we see kind of a pattern here. We kind of see what's going on. So a lot of publicity should have come from that. And it didn't, it wasn't going the way that it should. So, you know, I think candy being the business maven she has a point it's like yeah we we need to talk about new management like this is crazy and we need to talk you know but everything that they brought up it's latasha is like i gotta pray about it now being a follower of christ i understand 
Yes, you got to pray about it. Yes, you do have to pray about things. But I feel like it was just a cop-out way of her just stalling so she wouldn't have to tell them what was really going on, right? So, Latasha and Candy go into their own separate, like, confessionals to really just kind of discuss some internal issues. Um, But before we do that, she goes to Motown Gospel and she has a meeting with them and she pretty much gets the record deal. You know, she sings for them and, you know, they're blown away because they're like, you know, they want to make sure it's a right fit. And Latasha, she has a very unique sound, but it's a very powerhouse sound. Um, sometimes I don't like when she does that. No. Sometimes I don't like when she does that kind of like uh, like stepwise run that she does because sometimes I feel like it's like it fits and then it doesn't, but it kind of works anyway. So I'm not mad at you, girl. She blew them away. Her husband is her biggest supporter, as he should be. And yeah, she got this deal. And it's like, but they asked her a very key no question. We need to make sure that it's a good fit in the sense that is it going to affect your time with it with escape? That's a wonderful question, AR guy. You know, because it's like, yes, you are in, in a group. How are you going to be a solo artist and an and a and a um a group member at the same time? We need to know. You know, so we need to understand how that's going to happen. And she's like keeping it from them because she doesn't want to like she don't know pretty much. She tried to like cop on it. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not keeping a secret. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah. You're keeping it from them and it's going to make you look sloppy. It's going to make you look sneaky. Like you like like why were you trying to hide that? You know, Candy is already suspecting it. In the meantime, I think she's meeting with, I think, her manager and her husband. And in each confessional, they just start talking about each other. Latasha, it's always an issue with Latasha, according to Candy. There's always animosity and strife with Latasha that creates friction within the group. And Todd, Candy's husband, pretty much was like, I just don't think that that girl like you. I think that she, she just don't care for you because she feels like where you are is where she should be. She didn't have her time to shine. And there might be some truth to that because um, we did see a little bit of Tiny's house, which is, oof, that house is fire. You know, off the strength of her um, royalty checks from No Scrubs. And she said that ever since she co-wrote No Scrubs with Candy. You know, and we know No Scrubs. Everybody knows that song. That song is a hit till this day. And, you know, the money is moneying for her. And, you know, she's married to T.I. And has had a successful reality show run, you know, with with VH1 and BET and there and so forth. So as a result, it's like Latasha did not when the group disbanded and Latasha wanted to go off and you know have her own solo career, the pretty the group pretty much fell apart. You know, because of this animosity, 
it looked like and just this drama this division that according to candy comes from latasha always trying to steal the shine and be the spotlight or just acting entitled that's what i gather from it and they just think listen she is the main culprit as to why everything's falling apart they also the 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 other guy there i think he's like a, a manager guy, a business guy that she worked with and he's like you know y'all need to figure out management and the reason we y'all can't figure out management is because latasha we just waiting on latasha because we went on her to to pray and it's just how he said it that's like child but i mean it's the truth it's like we are we are solely waiting on latasha scott to come back with an answered prayer from the lord about what it is right then um latasha feels like candy has animosity over the fact that candy candy has animosity towards her over the fact that she is always getting solos and she's always the one singing and she alleges that candy used to be in studio like why she always gotta sing why she always the one why 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 right my opinion on it is that I feel like both things could be true. It's either it, it's 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 one of three things. It's either Candy's idea of why the group is the way that it is is true, which I'm more inclined to believe because of how Latasha is acting. It's either Latasha is being truthful about Candy's viewpoint over her over like the ability like her abilities and her vocal capabilities always outshining hers but then it's it's kind of like yeah that that can be true but that might not necessarily be 100% the the reason why there's animosity so I feel like maybe it could be that Candy did feel a type of way about her always getting the solos but let's be honest Latasha has a different voice from Candy's and while Candy has a very distinct and I think it's a nice voice it's just very distinct and it's it's not Latasha's voice is a little bit more vocal powerhouse in a way that Candy's Candy's voice has special moments but it's not something that you want to hear like like on understanding and and on who can I want who can I run to you like those high notes like that is that that's that's kind of like why you listen to to escape and really Natasha is the the one that has been pegged the the voice of that group all of the women can sing Tamika can sing Tamika can blow Tiny can blow they don't really show Tiny all the time but for you younger people go back and listen Tiny can sing and Candy can sing and as a group they're all good together however I think that it's a mixture of both that is my opinion and I'm sticking to it I think that Candy might have been a little bit jealous and might have wanted some shine that Latasha was getting. And I think that Latasha just felt like at one point she was above the group because she was getting so much praise and probably felt like she needed to go solo. And then when 
the 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 group disbanded and she tried to embark on a solo career and it didn't work for her it it just fell apart and probably just feels like mm, you know like I need to get back with escape because we are better together than we are apart but now that we're back together and now that I have some notoriety again I'm gonna try and do solo again and just you know fall apart again and Candy is probably the most popular next to Tiny and even though Tamika you know has done a couple of things here and there it's really Tiny and Candy that have pretty much bossed up and I think Tamika just feel like I'm not going to stick up for you again once again she blindly stuck up for Latasha according to her when she probably knew Latasha was wrong and because off the strength of this is my sister so I'm going to be loyal stuck with it and it has pretty much left her with having to scramble so I don't think she wants to do that again and also I think she's just tired of sticking up for things that are wrong so you know we're just gonna see with that and you know because she has the record deal she needs to pretty much let them know what's going on and we're gonna see that she is but she tells Taj first her and Taj meet up and she's like yeah you know I pretty much got a record deal so she's telling Taj from SWV this and it's like yeah you're gonna you're gonna need to let them know <laughs> you know like I feel like the SWV girls so far are just like, fam, we done been through this before. And I mean, you know, Coco went solo. And even though she had some buzz, it wasn't what she wanted it to be. And, you know what I mean? It was just all that stuff. I, I had all the Coco solo albums. You know, like I told you, I'm an SWV. I love SWV. But it's like, yeah. It, this is history repeating itself with from SWV to escape and it, it's we're just gonna see what happens so I hope you guys enjoyed this um installment of the episode recap episode two recap of SWV escape the queens of R&B tell me what do you think who do you think is in the wrong here who do you think is in the right what do you think needs to change what do you think is going to happen you guys answer the question let me know down in the comments on youtube let me know in the spotify question box if you see it and yeah that's it i hope you guys have a wonderful night